Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Custom Apparel Startups podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from Coldessi. And this is Mark Vila from Coleman and & Company. And Mark, we, ha- we have a guest today. So right. what I always do is I don't tell Mark we're having a guest. Yeah, uh, And then he just finds out, so I give him a fake script, and then we go from there. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have you guess. Okay. Okay. Well, so. you, you told me that, he was, that we were going to talk about Facebook today. Okay. Yes. You, you did. You did leak that information, yes. and you said something about he wears a hoodie. Yes. And his his uh, first letter his name's M. Okay. So. M um, A. M A. Uh, is it? Is it? Are we having Mark Zuckerberg on yes. again? Yes. Again. Yeah. So <laughs> so Mark Zuckerberg, welcome to the show. Uh, uh, actually, no. Uh, Manuel Suarez is here. And um, I'll tell you, he is a uh, Facebook advertising guru, to put it kind of simply. I had found Manuel um, just doing what I typically do. I jump in, I I jump in my car, and before I leave, if I'm bored with what I'm listening to lately, uh, I try to find a new podcast. So I just searched either marketing podcast or Facebook marketing podcast, whatever it was. Um, His name popped up, read the description, I said, this looks like somebody's got it together. Listened to a few episodes um, over the course of a couple days, and I said, I'd love to talk to this guy. So I reached out to him on Facebook, here you are. So, um, Manuel, thanks for joining us. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Guys, super happy to be here. Hey, I'm shooting for being the size of uh, of Mark Cuban one day. I'm not there yet, or Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> but maybe one day, okay? So, it's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to try to work hard to uh, approximate that one day, for sure. Well, you know, we, we have found that most successful people are named Mark. So you should maybe. Hey, I got the first two letters. That's good. Yeah, that's right. Run, yeah. run away. And he's doing well. So um, uh, we'll plug your um, websites and stuff and, and podcasts and stuff. But uh, ManuelSuarez.com yeah. um, is, is your website. And um, and you just have some fascinating stuff about Facebook. And we've done a few episodes, even recently, talking yeah. about Facebook and advertising yeah. and how money can really be made on Facebook and how this is a really great opportunity. So uh, the first thing I'd maybe like you just to start with is, um, how about you sell us and our customers on the idea of why they should learn how to use Facebook and Facebook advertising and Facebook for marketing? Uh, guys, I think that uh, obviously you have this, uh, this great model in which you can turn any individual into an entrepreneur. This is something that our great grandparents did not have a chance to do. I mean, my, my granddad, he, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, my great granddaddy built a toy store, toy store in Puerto Rico, uh, and we were dominating the market for like, I'm gonna say about 70 years until Toys R Us came into existence and put us out of business. Right. This thing has kept on happening over and over, but right now we are on a special era in which anybody that's uh, not actually satisfied with their existing condition in which they, feel like they should be making more money or they should be taking advantage of the current scene to survive better, they could do something about it. I mean, there's one thing that I know for certain after being on this world for 
a good five years since I became like a hardcore entrepreneur is that one thing that I know is that all of us hold our future in our hands. If you want to have a better quality of life, you can create a better quality of life. Um, that's one thing that uh, I, I particularly am a religious guy. And uh, one of the things that I know that, um, you know, for ages, you know, people say about now oh, that your, your future is in God's hands. The one line that I like about the Bible so much is that it says that God helps those that help themselves. So in my line of thought, the way that I operate is that I always know that my future is not controlled by God or by anybody else. It's controlled by me. Right. So when I look at that, when I look at that, guys, and I see all these phenomena going on, all these phenomena of the online world, something that didn't exist before. My great granddaddy used to get home super excited about uh, being able to celebrate that he had 27 customers walk through the door. And I celebrate 7,800 customers every single day shopping in my online stores. The, yeah. the, the difference is not like we got like this world that is 10 times more powerful. It's thousands of times more powerful because of communication, because the world is built on communication. So uh, how do I convince your listeners to jump in? We didn't we, we have something. We are first generation. Our great grandparents, our fathers as close as 20 years ago, did not have access to this world. It's a brand new phenomenon to our world. And I, I can tell you for sure, 20 years on the line, 40 years on the line, this generation in which the internet became everything. It's not a thing, it's everything, mm -hmm. became front and center the way that we communicate. Like social media, for example, Facebook advertising is not, Facebook advertising is not a something to do. It's something cute that's gonna help you make more money. Facebook advertising describes the current state of affairs of the marketing world. That's what it is. So if you're not in there as a business, whether you're a small entrepreneur, a medium size, or an advanced, like established $100 million corporation, if you're not in there, you're leaving a boatload of money on the table. And that is not an opinion. It is a fact because that's where the people's eyeballs are at, Mark. So the way I see it is... So in, uh, I, I don't know, decades or history good enough, right. but, you know, um, 150 years ago, you had to be in the newspaper, right? A um, hundred years ago, you had to be on the radio, you know, 50 years ago, you had to be on TV. And now, uh, maybe even, even if you say 20, 10 years ago, you had to be in the internet. Right. Now you have to be specifically on Facebook on the internet. It's the new TV. It's the new radio. It's the new. It's the new newspaper. It's the place where almost everybody goes. Yep. Uh, and it's the place where businesses are thriving and really have an opportunity to um, to take themselves to the next level that you're just not going to get out of advertising in a newspaper. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to steal that from you. Okay. I, I just. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do seminars all over the world. I have never described it like that. I described it in many other ways, but what you just said is gold. 150 years ago, you had to be on radio. In 1940, you had to be on, te on television. If you look at the ones that were not there, they left so much money on the table and they became irrelevant because that's what was going on. It's, it's you know, when you talk about social media, people talk about, oh, it's just a platform to engage. It's just... Uh, people having fun, uh, people understanding what's going on with their family members, with their uncles, with their friends, with people that they haven't connected in 20 years. But in reality, it's all a misnomer. It's not what it is. 
Social media is the current state of communications in this planet. So why are you not in it? And and uh, a lot of people that are on it right now, Mark, the thing is that you guys, uh, these people don't really understand how to use it because it's so like maybe techie. And until you don't understand it, you don't really know how to get your feet wet on it and just get started doing something on it. But it's, it's such a new phenomenon because back in the 1940s, if you wanted to do a TV commercial, you had to pay a lot of money to get the production going of the content. Uh, you had to hire a PR agent that maybe teaches you what to say and not to say. You had to get it through a channel of approval. You submitted a video or you submitted uh, some kind of like message and it went through a week of different lines and terminals trying to tell you what you can say and not say. It was so complicated. Today, you have cell phone devices, you have cameras, you have all these things that we ourselves, we're producing all this content ourselves. The, the cookie cutter ads are gone. Like the one quarter of a page newspaper message, it's completely irrelevant now. So right now we have social media, which opens up the creativity of any advertiser to be able to put any message that they want in front of these people. And then there's a complication quote unquote, of understanding how this platform works and how to use it because people just, they they glance through their feed, they go uh, and they scroll through it and they, they say, well, that's cool. I wonder how they targeted me. And they, they don't understand how it works. So yeah. I always tell people like, you know, there's a lot of people that have done Facebook ads and they press the boost button and they say, I, I actually did Facebook ads and it didn't work for me. Well, there there is a strategy just like there was a strategy back in the 1940s, just like there was, there was a strategy in 1999 with email marketing, there's a strategy that works. And there's a strategy that makes you lose money. So you have to understand what a strategy is and what's going on today and why that's happening. Because the people that fail on Facebook ads, usually they failed only on a couple of areas. They either didn't find their audience, they didn't have patience, they didn't understand how to use the platform to be able to advertise. And also they didn't do enough of it consistently because it does require a lot of activity. Like it's not just generating passive income and going and drinking pina coladas and daiquiris at the beach. You, you have to put in the work. That's what people don't understand on this business. And I'm sure that you guys know, for example, that, that the successful students that you have are people that put in the work. They didn't get lucky. They actually put in the work to become successful along the way, right? Yeah, yeah, and and I and I think um, the way I'm speaking right now sounds like I'm actually doing it, but I think it's perfectly fine to do Facebook advertising while you're drinking daiquiris. <laughs> Go for it, man! Exactly, right? <laughs> and the thing, and the thing is, if you're complaining about it, like if you're complaining that your business is not growing, but you're drinking daiquiris and not doing Facebook ads, then you're in trouble. But if you there are, you go. I mean, you're you're very relaxed, but yes, you're in trouble. But you're not going to make more money. Manuel, I, I, drinking I daiquiris. If you're drinking daiquiris, but you're doing Facebook ads and you're rolling, man, go for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you did. I think you pointed out a couple of really important things, and that's you know what most of our most of our customers, you know, or the our listeners are, you know, they may be on Facebook just for personal use, or they're not on Facebook at all, and when they think about advertising. You know, they're thinking about advertising with a big A, with a capital A, and it's, it's you know, they're looking at it like, in, like it's the same thing as kind of producing a TV. It's that intimidating 
as producing a TV commercial mm -hmm. or as, as creating your own perfect magazine ad. Um, it's, and you've got that additional intimidation of maybe somebody's not great on the computer. You know, they just, they just don't know enough or think they know enough to get started. So they Absolutely. end up doing just what you said. They hit, they do a post and they hit the boost button and they spend $10 and they don't get any sales from it. You know, even though they didn't have any strategy behind it. They go through implementation paralysis a lot too, you know, like they, they keep on wondering what to do or not to do. They, they never pull the trigger on creating content. Uh, that's why throughout the, uh, the last year I've been, uh, cause I, I have my own training. I, I teach a lot of people. I got hundreds of students on my course and I teach people how to get things done. I, I have noticed that, uh, standing in front of a camera and talking to it, it's something that makes people uncomfortable. For me, it doesn't. I'm used to it. At the beginning, it did. I, I mean, the first time that I uh, I got on stage, I don't want to I don't want to curse in here, guys, because uh, you probably guys have a very serious professional audience. But I I literally just was wondering what the heck was I doing on that stage. So it, it happens, right? Like at the beginning, you don't know what you're doing. You grow towards it. I mean, my dad, he's a 65 year old man. He's 67 now, but when he started doing videos. He was like 62 and he was talking to himself like for the first 50 videos nobody was listening to him and he i told him you got to keep on doing it and right now we made this guy an international celebrity we we get 17 million views on his videos every single month 60,000 new subscribers on youtube every single month we got 600 700 000 followers on facebook and now all of it from being consistent and having a persistent line just doing it all the time people ask me Manuel, how much content should I use? How much should I post? And my answer to them is, it depends. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want to get there? Like, are you okay getting there in 20 years? Or are you obsessed like me and you want to get there and take over the world before the opportunity gets too old? Because guys, this is the reality. It's happened. If you just look at history, you understand that what is happening today has happened before. This is not a new phenomenon, it's just a new platform. 1900s, the radio was a huge deal. It was super cheap to advertise on it. People made a lot of money. 1940, television came into existence and it brought down radio. People made a lot of money on it. 1999, email marketing. 2006, Google AdWords. 2008, YouTube. I mean, this thing has been going on for ages. And eventually those platforms get expensive. I'm trying to get people to wake up right now. I call myself, if you looked at my podcast, you, you saw that I call myself the Facebook Ninja. Why? Because this is where the opportunity is at. I'm a marketer. What, what is the definition of a marketer? Somebody that knows how to capture attention. I'm not a Facebooker. I just know how to capture attention. That is my thing and that's my obsession. If tomorrow Facebook goes bankrupt, which it, it will not, it's actually valued at $700 billion today, but if it goes bankrupt, Let's jump into the next one. Where is the next opportunity? Am I going to become the Snapchat Ninja? I don't know. Not today. But right now, that's where the opportunity is at for small entrepreneurs and for big entrepreneurs. Now, even for the smaller guys, that the guys that are just building their brands, that are grabbing uh, a, a very simple brand and just turning it into an awesome, cool phenomena, like, for example, T-shirts and mugs and whatever. You guys do all that stuff. It's very simple for small businesses today to really differentiate themselves in this unique world because most companies, the big guys, are not pouring their money into the advertising platform yet. 
because they have too many big systems intricate with like boards and like they have TV commercials and budgets that need to be spent elsewhere. So right now we have this opportunity in 2018 in which still Facebook ads was really, is really affordable. Five years ago, it was cheap as heck. Today is still cheap as heck and nothing comes close to it. So people need to just realize that my job is like, I can't make anybody a professional after one day of, uh, of delivering a seminar or a couple of courses. But in reality, if they wake up, they get obsessed like I did several years ago about the opportunity because the more that I looked around, I kept on looking around and I got obsessed with observing. And I went to a restaurant, people were using it, either that or on Instagram. And I went to a doctor's office. Those uh, newspapers and magazines were full of dust. But you know what they did have on their hands? They had their cell phone devices. And not only that, they were using Facebook. They were using Instagram. And I walked around and uh, I saw people walking around, not even looking at the street, using Facebook. So when I saw that, I was like, wait a second. Why am I not all in on this platform that is so damn powerful being used by so many people? It just didn't make sense. So I decided to become obsessed about the platform. And ever since I've done that, I became a Facebook certified professional, been helping businesses, some big clients, myself, just do some special things on this platform that is just beginning. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, Got now it. I have a question on that now. So I think like at this point in time, if somebody is listening to this, um, they, at this, you should feel motivated yeah. to want to do something yeah. because you've made a great, you've made a great case on why uh, Facebook is a great place to be. And we've had numerous podcasts already where we've said you have to be there. Yeah. Even if you're not advertising yet, you have to be there for other reasons. So what is to get into um, a little bit of a technical or hands-on type of a question, what is the best way if somebody has no clue what they're doing and they want to get started, what are some ways, what are maybe one or two or three different ways they can take the first steps to actually making it happen right no clue what you're doing is quite common uh, i still do seminars today and i get blown away uh, for example um, i was in in a seminar locally uh, in in vegas actually uh two weeks ago and i i'm delivering a seminar to 200 people that are entrepreneurs that are actually on the amazon world and when you when when i survey them and i ask them who here is using the facebook business manager to run their ads Almost nobody's using it. Let me explain what that is. About four years ago, Facebook realized that people using Facebook to advertise with their personal accounts, profiles, was a problem for them. And it would just actually stunt their growth along the way. And they needed to create a platform that would allow for companies to be able to just manage every single activity of that business inside one central place. And they created something called the Facebook business manager what i would like to advise anybody that's motivated right now to start learning about this is that they first of all do not press that boost button anymore it's true doing the boost button is better than doing nothing but when you only do the boost button you are leaving on the table about 99 percent of the actions and the real power of advertising on facebook just start observing what's going on right now if you go to Facebook on your newsfeed, which most of you guys are on Facebook right now, not my opinion, the actual numbers, the United States has 83% of the adult population actively using the platform. If you go to Facebook, you're gonna see about 
four to five posts from your friends and family, people that you follow, and then you're gonna see an ad. One thing that I want you guys to start doing is understand how these companies target you and advertise. Every single message that is promoted in front of you on your newsfeed, this is the equivalent of your newspaper. Every single message, there's gonna have at the top right, three little dots that you can click on. When you click on those dots, there is a question that says, why am I seeing this ad? And when you click on that, you're gonna start understanding what targeting are those companies using to put themselves in front of you. So that's something that you have to get started, obsessively understanding, reverse engineering, how that message got there in front of you. One of the things that I realized the other day, guys, which is something that after being years as a marketer already, like first of all, just so you guys know, I'm not a, I'm not a marketer graduated from an Ivy League university. I made myself a marketer along the way. I didn't even graduate college. I barely graduated high school. I studied obsessively and I became a professional in this modern digital era in which I knew that every single thing that I wanted to learn was within my fingertips. So I just became obsessed with that. So if you guys are wondering, oh yeah, sure, but this guy, is, uh, he already went to university, he got certified. No, I certified myself with hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and learning along the way, and studying like crazy. I didn't even pay for Facebook ads for years, for like advertising. I mean, not for advertising, for learning. No courses, I just learned myself along the way. But yeah. just to go back to the previous subject, what you want to do is start reverse engineering and start understanding how these brands are putting themselves in front of you so you can understand how you need to do the same thing yourself. That's one thing. And the other thing is that recently, because of this uh, whole data breach scandal that Facebook went through, you guys heard about that, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Facebook rolled out a transparency feature in their efforts to be completely open to the world as to what's going on in the Facebook advertising platform. So for example, if you guys know, you have no idea, no idea how to start. I don't, Manuel, I don't even know what content to do, images, videos, I don't even, I don't know how to write text, I don't know anything. If you don't know, what you should do as a first step is you actually should make a list of maybe 20 to 25 pages on Facebook that are doing this right. Look for competitors, some Amazon brands that have some big brands. Look for people that are doing it right that has, like, for example, if you look at, I mean, there's people that are making a killing on this, right? Like Logan Paul, uh, he has one of the biggest YouTube channels in the world. He's making, he's a gazillionaire from his custom apparels. So there, there's a lot of people like this that are doing it right that you can go to their Facebook page and check this out. You might need to pause this and rewind it once this episode is live, right? But you go to the Facebook page and on the banner, on the bottom right corner, there is an info button that you can press of any single page out there, no matter what, zero transparency. And you can see every single ad that that company, that brand is actively running on Facebook. How's that for reverse engineering your competitors? Yeah, that would that, be a big step. That's great. So, so we've got, um, Two, two good, two good yeah, things I like here. That. Um, the first one I actually did. So the, the first one that Manuel mentioned here was um, find an ad, which only means scroll down about five or six things on, on your post. And then click the three dots and, and click on why am I seeing this ad? So I did that. 
when you said that. And it was an ad for um, Loan Builder. And why am I seeing this ad? One reason you're seeing this ad is that Loan Builder, a PayPal service, wants to reach people who may be similar to their customers. There may wow. be other reasons you're seeing this ad from Loan Builder is because they want to reach people who are 21 and older that live in the United States. So I'm How seeing awesome. that this loan builder, they they're doing they chose me because they're trying to find similar customers that are 21 and older, right? That's an audience. Yep. So if you find an ad for a t-shirt company, somebody who sells shirts, somebody who offers, um, I, I see ads on my Facebook for companies who do outsourcing service, like screen printing. Out, yeah. I just saw one this morning, an outsourcing, outsourced screen printing service. Look at the ad yeah. and see what they're, how they how they chose to find you and take note of that because if you see somebody who's potential competition to you or potential um, at least similar interests like you mentioned uh, a big brand t-shirt company yeah. see how they're doing it and make those notes so when you when you create ads you can choose those similar those similar type of audiences. I like both right. of those. Since you mentioned that, let me just throw something in there because uh, it, it it does open up a little bit of can of worms. I'm not gonna go deep into that, but just, just so you guys know, I mean, the, the Facebook advertising platform and everything that you can do on it, today we're going to officially cover 0.005% of it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Such, such a big monster and so many things that you can do. I mean, I still myself get blown away with what you can do with it. It's incredible. You just mentioned something about this brand is targeting you because you may be similar to their customers. What? Are you kidding me? People don't even understand that. That means that that company, what are they called again? The, a loan builder. The, lo the loan builder, they uploaded the list of their customers. Now, this is something that you can only do if you have a business manager account. Very important. Now, if you want to know how you set that up, they are free. They don't cost you anything. It's a billion dollar software that Facebook built for you, for you to be able to advertise and give them dollars. And they want you to actually make money because if you make money, guess what? They make money too. So Facebook like is not us. out there to get you. <laughs> they, they want you to be successful, you know? So like uh, the what what brand, what these guys did, the loan, loan builder, they actually gave a list of customers to Facebook and they said, look, Facebook, these guys right here, they are our customers. They trusted in us. They gave us money. Can you please help me find people that are similar to that? Well, what Facebook does is that they grab that list and they said, sure, loan builder, let me go ahead and do that for you right now because I want you to succeed. So since I want you to succeed, I'm going to do a good job at this. And then they go and they find people that have six common characteristics, demographics, age range, socioeconomic level, interest, page likes, all those things. And then they give you they give you an audience which they call a lookalike audience, meaning that Facebook is actually going to put you in front of people that are more likely, based on their history on Facebook and their data, to engage with you. Which opens up this uh, this next point: the reason that marketing is so powerful today, the reason that it is so special. And I want you guys to just look at this and think about this for a second, is because of the data that these platforms have about us. Historically, companies have been busting their chops trying to get data from potential customers. If you found out in a 1975 agency that a customer loved golfing, guess what you do? You send them a, a, a golfing t-shirt and you invite them out to a five-star resort to go golfing. 
And what that customer does is that they fall in love with you because you're giving them something that they like. If I am a, you guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan. If you want to get to me, and if you want to get me on a meeting or do seminars, the easiest way is to connect with me what you know. Like, for example, hey, so uh, I got this teacher for uh, Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and here's a gift for you, and you're awesome. Can you come speak at my event? I'm not going to pay you anything but because I can't pay you. I'm just getting started on this, but I, I would love to have you here. Just doing that, having that data about me and connecting with me that way is going to now make sure that uh, I get more closely to you. So this applies 100% to you guys, custom apparel startup guys. For example, if you guys build a brand of coffee lovers, do you know that you can actually talk to coffee lovers? Do you guys know that you have that data already? You don't have to hire the Nielsen rating agency. You don't have to hire a private investigator to find out who loves coffee out there. Facebook, throughout the relationship with every single individual has accumulated data about what they like and what they don't like. Do you like yeah. dogs? Meanwhile, that, that turns, that tailors right, right into what we typically are telling our customers about choosing niche markets for your t-shirt business. Absolutely. So if you can identify that, you know, if the cheer market is yours, if the dog apparel market is yours, if you have an affinity for mission trips for churches or you know if you've got a vertical market and some interesting creativity there you can use facebook to ferret out people that have an interest in those products yeah and and i would say like a, a great starting point you can you can do is is here's like a real world thing that you can actually do because so manuel one of the things that i'm always a big fan of and, and mark is too but um is giving them something like real to do right away okay so what i would suggest is is follow the 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 two things you said follow some brands like he's 20 of them click on the three dots on the ads and read what they have to say develop an idea of what they're doing just so you can understand of kind of what's happening even if you don't understand it you kind of understand what you know at least from a top level then um we talk to folks about attending events um getting people to sign up on email lists having a CRM for your customers, um, whatever it might be, you have website visitors, all of these things are little audiences that you have. So if you attend an event, right, a, a live event somewhere, a cheer conference, if you attend, uh, if you have Little League uh, that you work with, if you work with a lot of small businesses, like small corporate type of businesses, title companies, mortgage companies, get a list of your customers and build that up. You've got to have You've got to have a three-digit number. You got to, you can't have five people. You know, you got to try to get hundreds, but build up a list. So preferably go to that cheer event, get as many people as you can to give them your email address, first name, last name. If you're cust if you have local customers, get as many as you can. If you go to a little league, find those little league moms and dads, get them to sign up your email list or sign up awesome. to get a free awesome. offer. Awesome. And then you take that list and you can and then you can import that into facebook and facebook will help you find more people like them is what we're saying so it start off by gathering data which we've talked about in the past and other podcasts what you can do right now before you even start doing ads is you can inspect and investigate other ads and just to see what they're doing and start building an audience list yeah. Um, by getting email signups, customer signups, get their information, 
and have that available to you. And now what you've what you've done is you're you're doing your mise en place. You know, if you know about cooking, yeah. you're going, right. you're getting your chopped onions, you're getting your salt and pepper. So you're understanding the what ads kind of how they work. You're understanding how ads that you want to copy or be similar to how they act. And then you're also being prepared that you're getting the ingredients you need to be able to build an audience. So you could do that right now yeah. with, before you even learn the ad platform. Right. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That it, it actually there's quite a bit of quite a bit of that, guys. Because uh, uh, just a caveat on the gathering names and emails, uh, Facebook would not help you find a lookalike audience unless you give them a thousand names. And this is for like um, privacy reasons. Okay, you need to have about a thousand names, and then you can get a lookalike audience from that. So don't go to Facebook and upload 25 lists. 25 names and then come back and tell me that that didn't work, okay? So just so you know, it's an important point. But on another thing that you have to do, there's many different options that you can do. For example, if you if you make a video or if you, uh, like you can hire somebody to make you a video about your custom apparel, like no matter what it is. Like it's so simple to make a video today. Let's say that you have seven images. You can turn those seven images into a video and target the right people and then you can do a retargeting funnel Okay, and the, the cool thing about that is that once you do a video, Facebook establishes a digital footprint and they tell you how much of that video is being consumed. You're gonna have what I call the five buckets. You're gonna have buckets of people that watch for 10 seconds, for 25% of the video, 50% of the video, 75% of the video, and 95% of that video. And now you can communicate with those guys that are consuming your content better. Like the ones that are consuming 95% of that video is actually a very warm audience. So now you can communicate with them better. So this is another way to build a custom audience. Because for example, if you uh, send the video out and you push it and invest some dollars on it, and you maybe spend $500 on getting it seen by a lot of people, you can now, create an audience of people that saw 95% of that video and sell them something, okay? Offer them something, offer a discount because those people are likely more warm. One of my rules in this modern era is that I don't sell anything to anybody that hasn't seen me before. Somehow, yeah. I don't go for direct selling. Direct marketing today is a little bit out of the, uh, it's not affordable anymore to do it on these platforms. People don't like that anymore. Social media is a platform to engage, to build relationships, right. to provide value, to educate. You mentioned also gathering emails. Well, why don't you gather messenger subscribers? There's like a whole, like a whole evolution right now going on with the messenger platform that people are loving, uh, um, you know, getting involved with right now. So so yeah, and, and I, I agree. That's a whole nother topic I'd love to talk about. Uh, we have f about five minutes before yeah, to wrap and, up. And so. one important question. And left. one important question. You you got it? Yeah, I'll do it. All right, go for so it. So the the one of the most common things that common questions we get, Manuel, is um, how much money should I spend on a Facebook ad to start? And and further, maybe to to say that yeah. is what is if you're a small business let's just let's break it down money. really tight right you're a small business owner maybe you're just trying to advertise locally yep right you're not trying to build an audience of 500,000 people you're trying to get you know $10,000 a month in sales you know so you're you, like that's like our initial goal so what's a budget they need to have maybe to start with and then a longer term budget to say like if you're not going to invest at least this much over this period of time wait 
Yeah. What are some yeah. numbers you're thinking of? The most important thing before we talk about budget is understanding that if you don't have a strategy, you're going to waste every single penny. Yeah. The first thing that these yeah. guys need to do, the first thing that they need to do, all your listeners, anybody that wants to be successful with Facebook ads, is they need to sit down and thoroughly think about what is their strategy. How are they going to capture attention? There's four ways of capturing attention, and that's it, only four. There's video content, picture content, which is graphics. We got audio content like this one. We're talking over here uh, with you guys across the distance. That's what we, what you guys do on the podcast. And then there's written content. One of those four needs to be addressed. If you, as a, as a startup business, do not provide one of those four ways consistently, one of those four methods is going to make it that much more difficult for you to get there. Now, I built, just to uh, be more specific on this, I know that this opens up a lot of questions and people don't know where to start. I actually created a, a mini course, a series of mini courses for people to get started. So if you want uh, your audience to have access to that, I'm, I made a special link for them. Do you guys want me to give you guys that? Yeah, we'll put it in the uh, show notes for the podcast. Right, it's very simple. It's manuelstwice.com forward slash CAS from Custom Apparel Startup. And if they go to that web, that link is gonna uh, it's gonna be delivered on Messenger directly on the Facebook Messenger. So you must have Facebook Messenger. But it's a series of short videos that talk about the strategy on Facebook, what it works, what works today, what doesn't work, and then some basics on setting up the business manager and all the other things along the way that is gonna help anybody get started because it's just too short. Uh, this podcast is not enough for me to help you guys just get anybody out of this podcast and start implementing stuff. So I had to build these mini courses that are going to get anybody on the way. That's now, the, the, other part of, the other part of that question is basically it depends on, again, how bad do you want it, right? Now, this what I don't want is people to start investing $1,000 a day because Manuel says put everything there. I don't want that to happen because you're going to waste a lot of money on it. And a lot of people actually give up because they spend money and they don't get the return. The most important thing is not your budget. The most important thing is your strategy. Does it have a path? Just like you can launch a product that does not really have a good effect, that doesn't have a demand, you can actually launch a strategy that doesn't work. So you have to be willing to adjust. One of the main qualities of a successful entrepreneur is persistence, no matter what. If you fail, you go at it again. If you fail, you go at it again. Sometimes to run a successful Facebook ads campaign, you have to run 10 or 20 campaigns until you hit it home with one good one. It's actually quite num normal to go for that. So persistence along the way is key. Now, the opportunity is so big that what I would tell you is build the strategy right away. Like, how are you gonna actually put a lot of content out there? Are you gonna hire somebody? Are you gonna do it yourself? Are you gonna have, uh, there's so many tools for you to provide content right now. For example, if you if you go to a website called answerthepublic.com, on that website, you can see what people are searching for around your niche market. And then you can just answer the public. These are actual Google queries that are being done by people every single day. So there's ways today to generate content because what you know on your area is something that most people don't even begin to understand. So yeah. just like I know a lot about marketing and you guys don't necessarily know about my areas that much. Well, what you guys know is really good and really powerful and most people want to hear about it and they want to learn about it. So it's your job to communicate them. So write a strategy that makes it 
something that you can feel like, oh, this is a, an actual path that I can take. I'm going to do this content. I'm going to post six times a day. I'm going to learn about the business manager on Facebook. I'm going to study my competition. I'm going to create an audience over here. I'm going to build an ad of an image. I'm going to create it. Uh, I'm going to put a list of my customers, whatever it is, build a strategy and then start running some ads on Facebook. You can run $2 a day on some campaigns or $5 a day. It doesn't require any long-term commitment, but you need to stop doing the boost button and start learning about business manager. How? Business.facebook.com. Get the account set up and get your feet wet and start doing something about it. And little by little, improve the skill and get obsessed about learning the platform every single day because we got a good, I would say, five years before this thing gets too expensive. And now most of us will not be able to afford it, afford it anymore. So yeah, I like that. So so the answer actually is is the budget can be almost nothing if you have a really good strategy. So if you have a really good strategy and you consider it, you can start off with spending five bucks a day and just building building an audience of people that watch your video yeah. or it's read your article. Effect. You're gonna and, do a snowball and, effect, right? Yeah, yeah, and you could start with almost nothing. Yeah. So it's affordable to the point where if you're a really small business and you're a startup and your budget for this is, you know, a hundred dollars a month for now, if your strategy is I'm going to take, I'm going to print a bunch of t-shirts with cool art on it and I can take pictures of it myself. I'm going to take those pictures. I'm going to build a little slideshow video type of a thing, which you could pretty much do in the Facebook ad platform by itself. If not, you know, there's tons of, you can is online where you can make a short little video and That's you put right. a few bucks a day into people getting watching it. You find the people who watch almost all of it. Those people are interested in the type of T-shirts you sell because they watched a, a minute long video on your T-shirt designs. And then you've got some money. You're building some customers. Then you turn around and you push to again to them another video or now you push. Hey, go to my website and buy this T-shirt for twenty five bucks free shipping right and, like be, and be willing to long be, be willing to run the long game you know to play the long game not just yeah. oh I, I ran it for a month and it didn't work and i lost my shirt uh, no that's not the way it works you have to get better at it you have to keep on improving and keep on going after it i mean if you're trying to real to build a real business it, it does take time that's the reality of what we have going on today like Basically, there's two types of companies. There's product sellers and brand builders. I'm super into building brands. Building a brand takes time. Like it's something that you're gonna do over time. If you're a product seller only, like somebody that only sells on Amazon, if you get shut down on Amazon tomorrow, you're done. It's over. If you build a brand on your Shopify channel, on your own websites, and you actually built it, and there's attention on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, you can eventually hand that business down to your family and children. You know, that's that's basically the difference between a brand builder and a product seller. And the ones that are gonna stand out in the end, the ones that are gonna remain alive are the ones that worked hard on building their brands in social media. Nice. All right, good then. Well, I think we we had a good we had a good motivational conversation today, yeah, I like it. which is really good. So so folks should get excited to at least um, begin the journey. Um, yeah. If you visit, uh, if you want to um, see some more about Manuel um, Manuel Suarez, that's typical spelling of that M A N U E L S U A R E Z dot com. That's one way to go. Um, you can find him on Facebook. 
Um, message him on Facebook. He's got a cool automation that runs yeah, where you can like download that. some stuff. So if you want to do that, if you want to learn some of his lessons and are interested in, in some of the things that he has to say, he's got a podcast as well. Um, give it a listen if you really want to get into this Facebook thing. And uh, some of the things that I learned, um, I would say from this are um, uh, don't try to chase the money and the sale. You, you got to have a plan. Yeah. And you got to have a long term strategy. I like that. I like the and I like the first few things of, you know, I really had never even thought about telling people to go start researching, uh, like looking at business manager now. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and looking to what the competitive ads are and why you're being targeted yourself. Yeah. And and, and you build a strategy, build a strategy, an idea of what would you want to do, even if now your strategy is because the strategy starts now. So my strategy is I'm going to start to look at other ads and pay attention to them. And then my strategy is I'm going to get into that business manager and I'm going to look what the tools are. I'm going to see what they do. And I know some of them I'm not going to understand yet, but I'm going to understand some of the things because it's simple enough. Um, and then you look at competitors. You find another T-shirt company that does a great job of selling T-shirts, even if they're a giant brand. And you look at some of their ads. Yep. And then you start, then that's your strategy in the beginning. Then maybe from there, you might take it to another level to say, I'm just going to build some ads like this company does. They make a bunch of videos of their shirts being worn by different people and millions of people watch it. So All I'm right. going to do that. Uh, and then you just keep moving forward, keep building, go on the long tail. And you've got, it's not like you have to start doing this now because if you don't have your ads running by September 15th, you missed the opportunity. Right. Yeah. You know, like you know, Manuel's prediction is we got like a half a decade. Yeah. We got five of time. Years. You got five <laughs> years. So, but don't wait that long. Take some months, take some months to learn and build and grow your strategy. If you start it today or if you start, then by 2019, you'll know what you're talking about because you got three months to learn it. And 2019, you've got a strategy of actually running a really, really good campaigns and making money. So cool. um, I know it's your time to go, man. Well, um, parting words. Well, you guys are uh, awesome. I love talking to entrepreneurs. I appreciate you having me here. And uh, I wish you guys a lot of success. Now, in reality, there's uh, going to be a very tangible results for those of them that work their butts up in learning these platforms because they, they have to be learned. They are the future and they're so new that most people don't know it. If you guys start dipping your toes on this world right now, consider yourself part of the top 1% of this planet in the marketing landscape in existence today. It's still so new. It looks like it's crowded. It looks like it's already late in the game. It's not, trust me, I am deep in the trenches. It's so new. It's a brand new phenomenon of this world. It's only been around for a few years and it's gonna take over the world. So uh, go to the meeting course uh, for real. I, I worked on that really hard to give, provide a lot of value. Manuelsuarez.com forward slash CAS and then you're gonna get access to it instantly and get it done on your messenger channel. So that's uh, uh, my parting words. I hope that you guys have a lot of success along the way. Cool. Thanks, Manuel. Yeah, thank you. This has been uh, Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And Mark Vila from Coleman and Company. You guys have a great business.